The message is clear. The coronavirus pandemic has changed the world of work forever. Now, as Spain joins a list of countries testing a four-day working week, it's time to assess all the workplace solutions and changes that are happening as a result of the pandemic. Welcome to Talking HR Trends with Natal and Tom, where we explore the latest hot topics and business challenges impacting the people side of organisations. Stick around to the end for our practical tip. And if you like this, please subscribe to be notified of the next in the series. Okay, Tom, so I, like a lot of people, got really excited recently when I read about countries like Spain, New Zealand and Germany testing out a four-day working week. And it made me realise that we're doing a lot of changes as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, and perhaps we should learn more about the trends. So some of the people supporting this change were saying it's going to, you know, support climate change and make people happier. So I thought, oh, okay, this sounds fantastic. <laughs> so let's talk to Tom. So Tom, what's your thoughts? What are the trends that you're watching um, around the impact of the coronavirus pandemic on the workplace? Yeah, and I don't want to be a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's your role. That's your role. <laughs> Sometimes it looks as if we're only looking at the segment of workers that are remote workers and office workers. And yeah, I think okay. that's important yeah. to take into account that yes. most of the workers are not. If you look at which professions employ most people, we're talking about retail, we're talking about yeah. people working in warehouses, we're talking about people working in transportation, yes. manufacturing, etc. So many people in professions. And my plea would be, let's also not forget those people. Also, four-day working week, well, for many of those people, that's not an option. Many of yeah. those people are on a six-day or seven-day work week. Yeah, and they don't earn enough. Yeah, no. exactly. So that's yeah. one preliminary remark. The second one is, I would hope that 2021 is the year of real transformation. And we mm, talked yeah. 2020 adaptation, 2021 transformation. So if I like I'm it. looking at actions organizations are taking, then my question is, is it really transformation or is it adaptation? And where are the really transforming changes in the way we are working? And then I'm sometimes a little bit skeptical. I mm -hmm. see, yeah, fancy companies. They say, well, you know, our people can work any place, any time all yes. over the world. And yeah. then I, I immediately imagine this truck driver thinking, well, you know, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me in that. I can yeah, work. Exactly. Any... <laughs> so that's in my book, not transformation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and there are yeah. many opportunities for transformation. And we see, of course, we see some signs. Yes. For example, in the whole area of learning and development, in the last year, the use of virtual reality has increased. We cannot train people, we cannot onboard people. So the use of uh, a virtual reality, I think that's a big plus. And that is, I think, yeah. will transform learning and development. Mm, definitely, yeah. What I'm concerned about is there does seem to be this sort of 
jumping into the solution mode without properly experimenting what works for our people. So, So one thing that I've came across is a company that have been able to go back to the office post lockdown. And they ended up choosing Friday as the day to be in the office. And that's because Friday was the more social day and people liked the idea of having meetings with each other on that day. They also went and chose a day which was a deep work day. So no one, you know, everyone adhered to no meetings, even the executives. And I thought to myself, well, HR wouldn't do that necessarily if they wrote the policy first. That only comes from properly listing with people, testing solutions, finding out what works for them. So, Tom, how do we stop people from jumping into solution mode when it comes to these new ways of working? What's your thoughts? A couple of elements. One is the good old subject of personalization. Let's not Mm -hmm. make assumptions that everybody wants the same thing. So we need to ask people or measure the preferences and needs of people. And that generally uh, requires the willingness to take measures that are varied. You mentioned the example of the four-day working week. Well, that's a crude measure. One size fits all. I think some people want to work as much as possible because they need money or they are easily bored. Hopefully, also in Spain, they are able to create a variety of solutions for the people. That's one element. Secondly, I think it's important to not drift away too quickly in all kinds of fancy solutions. Yes. Because we know that the basic needs and requirements of people have not changed. And we have seen that in the last year. And the whole element of care, mm-hmm. caring for people, being in contact yes. with people, that's Definitely. a very essential element. And if you don't take care of those, you could say, basic needs of people, care is one element, but also perspective is another one, then you can say, yeah, but you can work all over the world where you want. Is that solving one of those basic needs? So you you already said it, but I think working fact-based, evidence-based and experimenting, trying to find out what works, what does not work and look at it from the lens of transformation. Yes, yeah. Don't stay too close to your old, old-fashioned yeah, practices. Yeah, not just rushing to the latest kind of fad no. or idea. What is truly going to transform your workforce? Yeah, no, I really like that. And I think we should pull on that for the practical tip today, Tom. So this is a great opportunity to use techniques like design thinking, uh, understanding the problem you're trying to solve, and prototyping and testing, and going and getting that evidence. One company, when they had to go into lockdown, they assumed their customer services area would suffer. Uh, But what happened, actually, they performed even better once they got them properly set up from working from home because they had to use more electronic means. So customer chat, uh, make sure that they were all kind of linking up better with shared folders. So actually their way of service became better. So that's what we should do. How do we actually go and solve different problems? So if it is about that some people want to work in the office, but not everyone does, that's your problem. How do you go about solving it rather than rushing to the solution of something like a four-day week? Thanks so much for your time today, Tom. Always fantastic to talk to you. This is Talking HR Trends with Natal and Tom. If you like this, please subscribe to be notified of the next in the series. Thanks for your time. 